Is this thing on? Oh, it looks like it is. If you're listening to this recording, it means I've been in a nursing home. They didn't even let the robots take care of me. It's so much easier than whenever I was a kid. Well, this recording is to tell you all about it. You know, when I was a kid, we didn't have all those robotic stuff. In fact, we had a little bit less than that. In fact, we didn't have any robots at all. Those computers that everyone uses nowadays, oh yeah, they weren't existed back then. It was so hard to get by when you were totally blind at that time in the early 2000s. But I found this recording that a couple of friends and I did back in the day. So for my future great-grandkids, if they ever get a hold of this, this is what we used back in the day. If only I can find the play button. Oh, here it is. I hope you enjoy it. The views expressed on Teacher Vision are those of the interviewee and interviewer and do not represent screenless allies as a whole. Each sold separately, batteries not included, adults assembly required, and other disclaimers on television you've heard all the time apply here as well. Hello there, and welcome to Teach a Vision, where everyone has a different vision of learning, episode number 16. My name is Jose Briseño, and today we have a very special treat for you guys. This is not an interview, but it is also not a presentation. Today, I gathered up a couple of my childhood friends, Mariah and Edgar, who are both totally blind. Now, you're probably asking yourself, why? Well, today and on the next few episodes of Teach a Vision, we're going to discuss the evolution of assistive technology for the blind and visually impaired. There are so many assistive technology devices that have been around for years. However, in this series, we're only going to look at the technology that we used when we were younger. A bit of a history about the three of us. We at one point went to a camp together when we were kids, we all met in a radio program at the Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired. And ever since, we have kept in touch. And to this day, we continue to talk every once in a while. Thank you to both of them for helping me out with this presentation. This is a bit of a roundtable of sorts where we're going to discuss hardware and software that we all used and our thoughts on it. On this part, we're going to look at the Braille note taker. Now, what is a Braille note taker, you're asking yourself? Well, a note taker was a special personal data assistant, PDA, for the blind. Think of it as a laptop computer. However, instead of a screen, it was a Braille display, which is basically a screen, but in Braille. These note takers had book readers, word processors, calculators, and calendars, and a few more features. There were many models of these note takers. These note takers had a Braille keyboard. That is, instead of the QWERTY keyboard, it had all six dots of the Braille cell with the backspace and enter key, except for the older Braille models. Those only had the six keys and a space bar. The note takers we will discuss are the Braille Lite and Braille Note for this edition. However, honorable mentions on the Braille Lite series go to the Braille and Speak, which was basically a note taker but without the Braille display, and 
the Type and Speak, which was a QWERTY edition of the Braille and Speak. Also, the Type Light was the Braille Lights companion, but in QWERTY format. Want to know what these note takers did in our experiences? Tune in and find out on this very special episode of Teacher Vision by Screenless Allies. Welcome to this first ever roundtable on the Teacher Vision podcast, where we're going to discuss everything in the history of assistive technology that we have used. Yes, I say we because I have two childhood friends from way back in the day that are going to help me participate. So we'll let them introduce themselves. We'll start with the ladies first. Ma'am, if you can tell us your name. Are you totally blind? Are you visually impaired? And how long have you used assistive technology for? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mariah Long. I have been totally blind since birth. So to put that in perspective, I am 25. I've been using assistive technology for, I'd say, maybe 20 years. Maybe a little less Maybe a little more, give or take. Glad to be here. Well, thanks for helping me out, for sure. The next person here is another one of our good old childhood mutual friends here. The second person, go ahead. Same drill. My name is Edgar. I am totally blind as well. I lost my vision when I was one year old, and I've been using assistive technology since I think I might have been maybe 12 or 11 years old when I started picking up Braille Note for the first time. Yeah, that was my first time using assistive technology. For sure, man. And of course, I'm Jose, and I'm totally blind. I'm the handsome host of the Teach a Vision podcast, as everyone knows. But uh, I am. Hey, ladies. Totally... He's hey, ladies. He's single. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure. I'm totally blind. I've been using technology since 2005, actually, in that area. But I started using note takers in 2003. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll you, go back to using, those. You've been using tech since 04 because we were in that class together. Don't lie. Well, actually. Believe it or not, I actually used it in 03 because the I mean, first yeah, but piece like of you equipment, were like, oh, the first piece of equipment I got was the Braille light was the first oh, piece of God. equipment I used, which oh, goes I into the conversation that. here. So we're going to go pre-Braille notes, okay? We're going to go the pre-Braille. We're going to start with the hardware. Mariah, you already kind of did a bit of an inward groan there on the Braille light. Now, actually, if you want to go further back, Mount Batten. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. See? The this electric, is why you need me. The electric brailler. Jeez, that was back in mm-hmm. 2000. I used that in 2001, 2002. Mine didn't talk. That, now, Mine there did. were two models. I had one. I had one that talked. Yeah, one of them did not cool. talk. I had the non-talking one. That one didn't do much. But the model that Mariah had, I believe you could actually, like, play games and things and teach out of Braille, correct? Is that what yours did? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. It's been a while. I have to sit down with one. But if you're going for, like, note-taker hardware, like, that was, like, the Braille light would be your best bet. But Mountbatten was a whole another monster. It was an electric Braille. It was louder than any freaking Perkins Brailler you could ever have. It was a cool, it was a nifty piece of tech. But like Braille light, Braille and speak actually, no. No, 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 no. Braille and speak is where you want to go. So the Braille and speak had no Braille display on it. I remember that. Really? Nope. No. No, it didn't. It did not have a Braille The display. Braille light was the first in the line. It was Braille and Speak, and then the Braille light, and then, like, Braille light Millennium. And then you moved on to, like, the Pac-Mate. Yeah, and we'll get there. We'll get there. So, yeah, oh, Braille the Braille light. Edgar, did you use the Braille light, man, when you were a kid? Did you ever get to play with one? And what yeah, was your perspective so on the- it? So I think I used the Braille light was the first piece of technology that I picked up, but I did not use it as a regular device 
during school because the first time that my teacher of the visually impaired introduced me to it she was just teaching me the basics of how to use a note taker and so that's the first piece of technology that i got started with i never actually used it regularly as i said so guys y'all can't tell me because the voice on that braille and speak the braille light was very flexible it was very oh, robotic yeah. as you can hear on this background clip oh here. yeah and we gotta admit we mess with the voice a little bit by typing in like a lot of letter a's or something yeah. to that effect i mean Some you were like it. seven so of course you did yeah. like when you yeah, pick exactly. up a piece of tech like this you're like eight and you're like oh i want to see what it does so you go ah so of <laughs> yeah you you're mesmerized by all of it yeah except Hello? for at the time it was more like ah <laughs> so no, it'd, yeah. go, it'd go it'd go it'd go ah because it would modulate <laughs> and that's how you would make music with a braille light okay coming up next don't miss the the new single of uh screenless allies called ah so now i can i can make this a thing you know it can be a thing you should that should be the theme song okay for this you know what yeah yeah, you know what? I have ideas. Anyway, okay. moving on. All right, so moving from the braille light. Now, let me tell you, at the time, there were a, you could not do much with this note taker, if you will. You could do the basics of word processing. You could do like basic calendar entry, but mm -hmm. you couldn't do much after that now, could you guys, on the braille lights? No, I don't, do I don't remember its limitations. Could. Yeah. You could do yeah, more you than could. you thought you could. Like there were ways, but when this came out, I was like six. So I wasn't going to try and figure out yeah. how to make the Braille lights sing. But, you know, there, there, were, there were things you could do. I mean, you could do more than you thought you could, which is pretty impressive. And that transitioned because we had the Braille light for a while. And then we went over to the Braille note from Paul Stata. Now, that was before Paul Stata and Visuade. Canada became humanware and at the time it was the braille note classic and it brought a evolution of note taking in regards to things like the menu system you didn't have to learn like a lot of commands it was pretty straightforward now I had the braille note classic myself and I actually started using that in 2004 and that was man that was back in the day and I remember that my favorite thing of that thing was that you know it was simple to you know do word processing and then go in there I could not listen to music I was not allowed to download any music onto it <laughs> i could yeah yeah you brag all you want <laughs> i had an empower in 2004 okay so yeah that was when the my... empower came out in 2004 yeah so i had an empower and i love that thing it did everything i needed it to do i thought infrared embossing was like the greatest thing since sliced bread guys it had serial ports Oh, Excuse I remember me, like, yeah. Mine had like, the parallel. Had parallel. Yeah, mine oh, had parallel. God. Oh gosh, the parallel port. <laughs> oh my you guys god. Remember the yeah, the parallel port and the compact flash card, which mm -hmm. you would find on PDAs. No, no, but... no, 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 no. PC MCIA. Oh, now we're going oh. back even <laughs> yeah. more. The PC. Yep. The PC. <laughs> that was where the concise Oxford Dictionary and Thesaurus was installed for that oh thing. Oh my god, man! I used to have a lot of fun looking up words that I had no business looking up in the dictionary just because I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like I had, <laughs> I had a dictionary at my fingertips. The difference between the Empower and the Classic was that the Brownload Empower actually had Empower's better. <sighs> Yeah, we can say that. It had recording capability. The Empower did. Yep. It had an FM radio, oh, which... <laughs> Mariah... Uh-uh, not until Keysoft 7. Right. No, 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 no. Not until 7. Right, but it, in the oh, end, yeah, it had yeah. an FM radio. But, Mariah, you got to remember, 
when we went to that program, Keystop Seven was like so a new thing. There's a story I like to tell. Yeah. Oh, so there's a story I like to tell, and my <laughs> a friend of ours. It was me, Jose, and a friend of ours, and our teacher at the time at the school for the blind that we went to was like, so y'all, there's a Braille note empower here with Keysoft seven and you guys are going to draw straws. So you get to play with it first. And I got the straw. I got to play with it the first night. There was an FM. Y'all, this is the coolest thing since like since jarred mayonnaise. There was an FM radio <laughs> that were text adventure games. Okay. I got so, I got in trouble so much in school oh, for yeah. playing text adventure games. Like don't even go mm, text adventure games and FM radio. Like it had eloquence on it. Okay. Like that was the greatest thing. It had better bookshare capabilities if you wanted to read. The Empower had it. Although I'm still, I was still partial to PacMate. I thought PacMate was a lot cooler. And so the end of that story was... I've never used a PacMate before. Yeah. I, I don't know how those oh things God, work. Pac-Mates right. Are- so the end of the story on that straw was the second night, I ended up drawing the straw. And we actually got to the point where we <laughs> made this poor... A mutual friend cry because she was supposed to leave like the third day, like at nine o'clock a.m. So, <laughs> poor girl. Yeah, she so I ended up noon, and so she only got the braille note for like a couple hours. It was really bad. <laughs> it was bad. But wow. the braille note was at the time, you know, compared to my classic, because my classic it didn't have much. You know, it, it, I mean, you could do the basic. Yeah, stuff. going back to the classic, the only thing that I remember really using was the the word processing feature, and I think it had Same. the did it have the calendar? It did. It had the planner, the planner. It had the yes. calculator, but uh, you couldn't do fractions on it, so you had parallel. Oh man, that was another thing. That was another big deal. So yeah. yeah. Doing fractions was definitely like a big thing for sure. We're kind of moving from the Brenlo because all the Brenlo's had kind of the same thing. Now, kind of honorable mentions later on in 2008, 2009, the Brenlo Apex, Apex came out. Now, yep. Edgar, you use this thing, man. You and I got to use it. What did you think about it when it came out, man? at the time yeah so i actually felt kind of honored because at the time when the brownout apex came out i was going to the school for the blind in texas and i was probably the first person actually i was the first person to receive a brand new braille note apex i was there when it was being unboxed and everything and i was the first to get it to get a hold of it and i thought it was the greatest thing ever it was basically a brown note empower on steroids and thinner um, too it looked i was just want to say like that's and essentially thinner. what it was it was and yeah there was it no... was essentially that and it had a lot more memory on it like i think it had eight, eight gigabytes. gigabytes of memory whereas the brown note empower only had like 128 megabytes or how much yeah 128 megabytes yeah. and 128 the classic, flash disk space yeah and the classic had 15 megabytes so I had to do a lot of storage on the compact flash card. Um, So, but the Apex was like the big thing for all of us. And that was actually the last version of the Braille Note that had the familiar interface that we got used to. Because then in 2016, the Braille Note Touch came out. It broke it. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) So. I don't either. All right, guys. I never used it. Have you guys used it? No, but I've seen demos and I think it's the clunkiest thing ever. And I don't want to touch it. I want nothing to do with it. So. That kind of as a, a bit of a 
geek thing here. The old Braille Notes ran Windows CE, which was kind of the mobile operating system. And now the Braille Note Touch and the Touch Plus has Android. But the interface They're is just, just trying like too a hard. lot differently. So, yeah. What I will say about the Touch, though, is it is really cool that it can run some native Android apps, which is one thing that the Braille Notes could never do. So we were very limited when we were in school as to what we could and couldn't do. We were very limited. And now with the Touches, you can run things like Dropbox and... Anchor. Native we Android can listen to this podcast. Like, it's a thing you can do. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Teacher Vision by Screenless Allies. We'll see you on the next one. Meanwhile, you can check out our website at screenlessallies.com. S-C-R-E-E-N-L-E-S-S-A-L-L-I-E-S.com. Check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash screenlessalliesofficial. And most importantly, please tell your friends about us. And if you have any suggestions or comments or questions, you can definitely email those to info at screenlessallies.com. We'll see you next time and thank you for listening.